0: My name is Megan. I won't tell you my last name, mostly because I hate the family guy references. Animorphs has helped me find friends throughout my entire life. I bonded with my oldest friend in middle school because of a love for Animorphs. Is anyone really surprised I have an Animorphs podcast? i'm megan
1: my name is alex and i'm tim hey everybody
0: how's it going
1: i am covered in paint i look like i've developed a grayscale for anyone who's a fan of 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 game of thrones
0: no idea what that reference is but i'll take it
1: it's exactly what it sounds like it's fantasy leprosy
0: oh, okay <laughs> tim That's we're glad so to leprosy. uh tear you away from
2: chuck literally that is all i've done for a week is work and watch chuck
1: i have i've done a bunch of shit but i've also consumed so much hello from the magic tavern i almost introduced myself as usador
0: (laughs) you could double as usador like usador's twin brother wizard of the 12 realms of
1: ephesius master of light and shadow (laughs) I ask manipulator for of magical delights Whoa. devourer of chaos champion of the great halls of Tarakas the dwarves know me as the elves know me as Zonan Hoogstanges. I am known in the northeast as, as Gasmoenis Maestar I have many other secret names that I cannot tell you because then the wor- Yurks will come for me <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was about to say legally can you even leave this in uh, but oh no know, you've you have gotta cut now. that you have gotta <laughs> cut it no. It was all
2: a build-up for a York joke.
0: <laughs> it was. I have to leave it now. Uh, speaking of, we did finally read a new book. We did. Uh, we read The Message, which is Cassie's first book. Yes. Which is, I think, from week one, both Jenna and I said it was our first book, or kind of our intro book. We finally hit the Lisa Frank book.
1: Uh. So I was thinking about something quite a bit before I read this one from our conversation about uh, Cassie during the encounter. And I realized the thing I could not remember was what her stake in all of this was. Which really is, I guess, what Mm -hmm. these first few books are doing, is setting everyone's stakes individually. You know, for Jake, it's his brother. For Rachel, it's... Kind of just, she's got a chip on her shoulder, but also her friend, you know, is the personal stakes. Chapman's daughter. But I could not remember what it was for Cassie. And this book gives us that. yeah. Yeah.
0: It does. Uh, I don't think I necessarily agree with your, your interpretation of Rachel, but I am biased.
1: Well, I mean, in what we've read so far.
0: Sure. Okay. Yeah. Um...
1: To bias it's sympathy for the dead alien. Yes. Marco, uh, I remember Marco's thing. I don't remember if we learned that in five or if we learned what I'm thinking about later.
0: We do learn it in five. If, if,
1: okay.
0: And we do learn, you're right. I read the first five books are kind of why the teens decide to continue this fight, even though they are teens. So that is a good recap.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Tim, what did you think of this book?
2: Uh, it was a good one. Like it, um, it definitely feels like we're we're going somewhere. You know, like uh, there was an introduction to more of the Andalite stuff, and that was a little bit more of what I was looking for. Uh, all in all, I thought the last one was more sort of, I guess, my speed of a story, if that makes sense. Oh, so you're but gonna I know really like your speed the emo is styles. very sad. It is. It is. It's it's kind of a dark, dark place. But uh, no, I I, I was I was happy with this book. I was happy with what happened in this book and where we're going. Do you have a summary for us?
0: I do. Speaking of what happened.
2: I do. We start out. Cassie's at the barn uh, and she's been having some strange dreams. Uh, She's trying to stop a fox from eating some of the birds. <laughs> uh, they hear a report that a guy found a, what they believe to be a piece of an Andalite ship. Cassie and Tobias pass out and have dreams, uh, and they hear an Andalite voice in the sea. Uh, they all go to the beach. Chapman and Tom are there. Uh, there were shots fired, and they escape as trouts, which the saltwater gave them problems. Uh, they go to the gardens to get some dolphin DNA. Which, the dolphin names were fun. We'll go over that later.
1: (laughs) Yes, Uh, yes we will.
2: (laughs) uh, They decide that the best uh, opportunity they're going to have is to go to the river instead of straight to the beach and then find their way into the ocean that way. Uh, They have a fight with sharks who were attacking a whale. Marco is hurt. He's saved by the whale. And the whale knows the location of the Andalite that they're looking for. The controllers are out treasure hunting. (laughs) The endolite is too far, so they have to go as seagulls to a ship, ride the ship, and then turn into dolphins to get where they need to go. They uncover what uh, is apparently very close to an Atlantean city, Uh, and they find Elfangor's brother there, who has quite a name. Uh, uh, which
0: we are going to make you pronounce, I hope. Oh, I know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I was,
2: knew that was coming. We have a few new proper nouns for you, in fact. <laughs> <laughs> they, um, they learned that the, the Yerks are full-on destroyers of worlds. They learned the, sort of the, the scale of how bad it would be if the Yerks do end up controlling the world. Uh, the, Yerks, the Yerks attack with depth charges, which I thought was fun. Uh, it turns out taxons can swim, so there's a little bit of a chase scene there. Visser Three is there; he becomes a marrut, I think. Uh, and the only reason they get away is because the whale that I mentioned earlier comes back, and he brought some of his buddies. They take <laughs> him out. Uh, the Andalite becomes a human, and Cassie plays with the dolphins. And that's where the book ends. I would like to
1: revisit at the very beginning Cassie trying to stop this fox. Because I think her plan to do that deserves a little bit of uh, attention. Tim, how did she do that? I don't recall how she did that. She morphed into bait.
0: No, she's not trying to stop it. She's trying to see what it is.
1: What it is and where it's coming from, so she can stop it from harassing the birds and everything. I never said she was trying to kill it. And then Tobias almost eats her. said two seconds ago,
0: so. But yes, she turns into a squirrel. Tobias almost eats her.
2: Oh, that's right. Tobias flies in. Yeah. Let's kind
0: of start with him this week. Because last week was his book, and he almost commits suicide. At least from what we can see of him, he's got a better head on his shoulders this week. Yeah. He's making jokes, he's kind of accepting who he is. is
1: He's thinking about eating his friends when they're rodents. Yeah,
0: It's okay, because he found a new friend. It's all good.
1: Yeah. Um, No, he moved on pretty quickly, though, from... uh, I'm going to call her Shiara, but the hawk girl. <laughs> okay. He That's moved awesome. on pretty quickly from Shiara. Okay.
0: Back we, to we what? don't hear or, anything or, oh, more about what? her. No, she died.
1: Yeah, but you'd, you'd think you'd still be a little sad.
0: It literally had been days like that they <laughs> had like let her out and she died.
1: Oh well, it's been days. I understand the morning process is over, but never mind. <laughs>
0: I mean, he's a bird.
1: Like... Birds are sociopaths.
0: I mean... we did cover that
1: in book three.
0: <laughs> I think that's S- fair. <laughs> I mean, thought there wasn't.
2: There, it, th- there wasn't a ton of Tobias in this book, like towards the later parts of it. Because it was, the Andalite's a long way away, and that sucks for you, Tobias, you're a bird. Fly under you know? water, how's that go? Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> no, you can come with us. He does have really great uh, dark humor. And we get, we continuously get this nod of like, Tobias was the last one to be with the Andalites. Because like, there's a question of why Cassie and Tobias are having these Vision streams, whatever you want to call them, hallucinations. And everybody pretty much agrees that Cassie is because she's just so in tune with her si- animal side. And Tobias, is it because he had a different relationship with the Andalite? Did they bond in the last few minutes? Or is it because he's already stuck in permanent morph? Who knows? But I feel like it got mentioned multiple times, this book.
1: Yeah, it came up repeatedly, because, I mean, the central question in this one is, are these hallucinations reality? Which, obviously, we knew the answer to going forward. Tim,
2: <laughs> what did you oh, think? Yeah.
1: What were your bets?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like, I never even questioned whether or not it was they were going to find an Andalite.
1: Were you like,
0: oh, cool, another Andalite?
2: Yes, absolutely <laughs> I was. It's what I've been waiting for.
1: Woo, preteen Andalite.
2: Yeah,
0: (laughs) I mean, to pull back the curtains You own all the books I assume you kind of figured that there was one coming
1: Because Bookmark is
2: axe morphing into a cow I I didn't assume that there was more coming I thought I would get more of the stories I know there's a book called The Andalite Chronicles So I figure I'll get more of what's going on Uh, I did not know that we would Find Andalites on Earth If that makes sense That makes sense
0: And not only is it an Andalite on Earth It's Alfangor's little brother
2: Whose yeah. name is what, Tim? Oh goodness, alright, so I wrote this down It's Aximili Esgaroth Isthal But they call him Ax And I have no idea if that's even remotely close to right
0: I'm not gonna lie I don't have my book in front of me So I'm gonna give it to you
2: <laughs> it's close
1: enough. It may might be like Escaroth, but yeah, something like that. So, I do know that the name
0: is supposed to be in like a an homage to something from Lord of the Rings, which I am not enough of a fan of to be able to put it together. Nope. Um, but uh Axe was supposed to appear in book 2, and they ended up pushing it back to book 4. Um, because the series, they realized, was probably going to go longer than they were expecting. So, um, I don't know. It was kind of good to get a little bit of them without. Um, I totally forgot that he does it in percentages at first. The the time and morph. Um, yeah. Because, yeah. So, the Andalite homeworld, I think we can safely assume, is not in this universe um, so time's going to work a little differently for them um, but I guess the question is how long is the original intent of being able to stand, stay in morph is it an andalite day is it 20 minutes is this just how my brain works and nobody else's <laughs> Which is totally fine.
1: I mean, time is a function of perception and really doesn't exist, so... Well,
0: thank you. Thank you.
1: Also, I looked it up just now, and Axe's middle name is a reference to the town of Esgaroth in The Hobbit.
0: That seems huh. something Lord of the Rings related.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, is... Is Axe the Green Ranger that y'all were talking about?
1: Yes. Yes. Okay,
2: that's. What, I was wondering if he was going to be a part of the team or if this was just a a short little story thing.
0: <clears throat> no, Axe will be around for a while. Um, okay. He is not necessarily part of the team yet, and that will come into play over the next few books. Um. But he is a preteen, essentially, or a teenager, or he's young. Um,
1: he pledges himself to a new military leader.
0: <laughs> Prince Jake. <laughs> um, so we did get a little bit more this week. Where do you think they are located now?
2: Oh, uh, so they, they had a river that led into the ocean. I looked this up. So... Uh, back to our Virginia thought. The Chesapeake Bay. Okay. Right?
0: I just, like, rode past Chesapeake Bay, yeah.
1: That does explain all the southern plantations in this series.
0: Oh, shit, that's right. That's right, because Cassie has owned her farm since Civil War times, which does negate the Canadian.
2: Ah, I didn't, I didn't catch that. Or I didn't put that together.
0: But let's talk about how awesome that is. Yeah. That Cassie, who again, is not white, her family has owned that farm since Civil War times. That's fucking badass.
1: That is. Also, just in general, like, I don't remember really feeling strongly, strongly one way or the other about Cassie when I originally read these books. Other than X, who I remember loving, like, she might be my favorite at this point for in rereading, just because she seems the most
2: chill. Yeah, I I'm telling you when we when we read the first book, that was my first read, is that she's the the hero of the series. I don't know exactly how it'll play out, but
1: but she's got this really like dry sense of humor and all yep. of that that also I really really dig. That you don't see any of until this book in her voice.
0: No, we do see it in past books. It's just not as prominent as it is in her own voice. Because she definitely made jokes in the past books.
1: Okay, yeah. I mean, that you're right. That's fair. But it never got like the kind of attention that character traits about other characters got.
2: Agreed. Yeah, that's Agreed. true. Yeah, But I wonder, does that mean that... that the only good Cassie that shows up is going to be in Cassie books.
0: I don't think so.
2: I'm sure. Does that, that make sense? Like, 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 it only shows up what a good character she is when she's the main character of the of the story.
1: I'm sure to some degree it's just that we're still in introductions.
0: Yeah, yes. I think in part. So K.A. Applegate has come out and said, I guess she's the Cassie is the most like her. And I don't know if that was intentional or not, but I could see being like, I don't know how to write someone that is similar to me and give her enough of a different voice yet. And that might be why it takes a little while for her to do it. But no, Rachel and Cassie are best friends. So like there is a conversation that I'm still hoping, like that made me laugh so hard as a kid that I'm still hoping does when we get to it. That is just like, Cassie at her finest, and I believe it's book twelve. Um,
1: it's also which... really interesting to me that you mentioned Ka Applegate saying that Cassie is probably the most like her because I actually wondered that reading this if this was the one like most in her voice, just because it seems so so much more natural. Yeah. Maybe than the first few books did.
0: I think they finally hit their stride. Like I said, four through seven are without a doubt my four favorite books. And so I feel like they just finally hit a stride with this one. Yeah. Let's talk about Cassie's new reason to fight the Yurks. We want to get into that now?
1: Uh, We can get into that now. I have some other random goofy notes too, but I have no problem starting there.
0: Yeah, I mean, we can... It's clearly not the, like, end-all, last note we're going to end on, so... Might as well get the big, scary stuff out of the way.
1: Yeah. So it turns out the Yerks are not just going to enslave people. They're going to wipe out animals and just life on Earth. But mostly the animals.
0: Yeah, the intent is to keep basically enough to keep a host fed but they have no desire to keep up with the land and and any everything that involves. Yeah. Their home planet is a wasteland, why shouldn't their host planets be a wasteland?
2: You know, once they pointed that out that was sort of the first time you talk about you've mentioned before setting the stakes in the story. That was the moment when it finally felt like there were real stakes in this story. I, I don't know if it was because it was a little bit more defined on exactly what they were going to do, but that that was the point when it sort of, like, hearing an Andalite say, "No, this is exactly what they want," it sort of gave it gave it a little bit of weight. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think we're all jaded to know that if humankind gets wiped out, it's going to be our own dumb faults, and um, taking innocent animals with us is not. The way we want to go. And let's
1: face it, I wish there were mind-controlling aliens we could blame it on. That's a much easier answer.
0: (laughs) You know, it didn't hit me until you said that these books set up everybody's stakes, and I really like that. That's a really great way of looking at it.
1: Thank you.
0: So I I guess the question is, what do you think Marco's stakes going to be in it, Tim?
2: I'm telling you, I can't wait for the Marco book. (laughs) Make a prediction! Uh, That... I, I I just feel like I'm going to relate a lot to his struggle with not wanting to do what he has to do, if that makes sense. Sure. Like I the other four seem like they're all like, hey, let's go save the world and I think Marco's gonna be like the one who's like, This is this is a bad idea and I don't wanna do this and I think I'll enjoy that story a lot.
0: So you don't think he's really gonna necessarily have a stake?
2: Oh, Or he's I'm just sure, gonna continue uh, to be like, I'm, well, I'm, sh- I'm
0: here because why else?
2: I'm sure he'll have a stake in it, and I'm sure that's the reason that he'll do whatever it is that he's called upon to do. But just, I don't think he'll ever get away from the 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 logic, rational side of what what terrible things could happen to him in these events.
0: Yeah, we definitely have a spectrum where... You got Rachel on one side, Marco on the other. Yeah. And then Tobias and Cassie, I guess, are more... Cassie leans more towards Marco, and Tobias leans more towards Rachel, and then Jake's kind of more in the middle. Or would you reverse Tobias and Jake?
1: I don't know that I would say Tobias is less than Jake, no.
0: Okay.
2: Was that so a less than Jake joke? <laughs> yes. Was that an intentional less than Jake joke? Or? Yes, that was. Okay. Listen. I was like, I, I, I wonder if he just stumbled
1: upon that or if he: I was okay. going to call no attention to it and just let, uh, it,
2: uh, let it lie, but no, then Tim was utterly yeah. <laughs> befuddled by it. Yeah. He no reaction on his face when he did it. No. just <laughs> rolled right on through it. I was like, no way that was an accident. There are never any accidents when it I comes was to the bad I can't
0: jokes. imagine Alex stumbling
2: into a pun easily. Um, That's not an easy pun to work into, though. Let me say that...
1: It, it, I'm sorry. Did you hear the glass ceiling joke that I you, made uh, last night? It's, it's true, too.
2: It's true, too. Okay, Sometimes fair. these just fall into fair. my lap. Fair.
0: Oh, I need to be careful. I end up pulling my computer down. Um...
2: What else do you guys want to How talk have about? I not? It's four books and I haven't made a Less Than Jake joke. Like I ugh.
1: The irony is I don't think I've ever listened to a
2: single Less Than Jake anything. I have like eight Less Than Jake albums. That was that was now, my high only. school soundtrack.
0: Especially now not only is Alex awesome for making that joke, I am really giving you side eye for not making a joke. Especially considering like the number of incest jokes. Paired out with like clearly something's going on with Rachel and Tobias.
1: <laughs> Look, no one told them life was going to be this way.
2: Oh my god! Oh my god!
0: <laughs> Please take another topic before he just keeps going. Nope. nope. I was nope. trying to
2: set up, up a segue roll. to the dolphin names. <laughs> I know. I know. I want to see how far it'll roll. I'm not gonna. <laughs> 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 I'm not gonna get you there. I'm not gonna get you there.
1: Yeah, there you go. Thank you.
2: (laughs) By the way, all the dolphins were named after the characters from Friends.
1: I almost put the book down and quit the podcast. I know. I I
2: swear we had a a conversation before we started this podcast about somehow the relationship between these characters and the characters from Friends.
0: Yes, we did.
1: I believe it was, if we start making those comparisons, I'm out.
2: Yeah, yes. I believe that's exactly what you said. Yeah. So I just got the biggest grin on my face when I read those dolphin names. I mean, like, not, not
0: going to lie, 96, I was not watching Friends, so.
1: No, I definitely would not have gotten the reference then, but I get it now, and I don't.
0: <laughs> so it wasn't even like me sitting in the background being like, just wait, because it fucking oh. flew over my head as a kid.
1: Would it have been too much to ask for them to be Frasier, Niles, Daphne,
2: Martin, and Roz? That's all I'm saying. Yes,
0: yes it would have been too much. That's such a mouthful.
2: It's also that the math doesn't really work out.
1: Fine, and Eddie. There, now you're Okay,
2: alright, thank you.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, do you want me to keep listing Frasier characters? I can, Please I can don't. do that.
0: <laughs> Let's not turn this into a Fraser podcast. Um, Bob, Bulldog, the
1: Briscoe. <laughs> Kenny, the station manager.
0: How did you guys feel about the morality questions or moral questions of this book? Moral questions, not morality.
1: Around whether or not it's ethical to morph into intelligent animals? Yep. I mean, you're not subjugating the animal by doing it. You're turning into a copy of it. I don't think it's an issue. Yeah. I, no, no, I, I absolutely... No, I it's not an
0: issue. It's addressed in the book that it's not really an yeah. issue, but how do you feel about the book discussing it?
1: I mean, I think it's a cool question, and I think Axe is asking each of them permission to acquire them at the end, to blend them into... Yeah. Axe's human form... Like I think that gives the answer that you need like ask consent, as with all things, <laughs> ask consent um <laughs> at the same time like if it's if it's not an animal that can give consent i you're not hurting the animal it's I think the the comparison to we're no better than the Yerks that was in the book was weak,
0: yeah yeah,
1: um. I get it for taking the morality question to the extreme, but I do think it was a weak argument in the long run. Um, But I think it's cool that the book went there. I think that it's a good question for it to have asked.
0: Yeah, again, middle grade books. How many are doing that nowadays? I really actually have no
1: idea. Yeah, I'm not at all equipped to answer that question.
0: Not only that, we also get kind of like whale communication, which I thought was really cool. And it hits me as an adult that we honestly don't know if this is how they communicate. But I really, really, really have always figured that this is how whales communicate because of this book. So it was a nice moment of being like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's where I got this.
1: The way that whales are described as communicating in this book makes them sound like Some sort of mythical or chthonic entity that is just large and unknowable.
0: Do you really think they're
1: not? I'm not saying they're not. I'm saying that the way it it characterizes them is, is up until that moment, like it's been very specific about here are these natural instincts that all these animals have and how their brains work and how the... And it's like... Whales are old and unknowable and kind of magical. And I don't have any problem with that. But I think it's a pretty major shift from realism into maybe more of a magical realist thing. And that it is notable
2: for that, at least. Maybe, except for the fact that they didn't turn into whales. So (laughs) it wasn't like a direct communication, but it was a way that... I see, I thought I liked the way that it was handled because it was it was handled in a way that even Cassie didn't understand how she understood the communication. she just understood that she understood it.
1: well, I mean she was a dolphin, it's like if you speak Spanish and go to Brazil or Portugal you're going to pick up the idea yeah. because the yeah. languages are similar enough. I do think it was interesting that she couldn't really interpret it when she wasn't a dolphin
2: right right uh, it, and I just thought that was kind of a fun a fun way of yeah. Like, I I don't know how to explain this. This is just how it was, yeah. you know?
1: There's some part of that brain that you need to have to, to de-encrypt whale talk. Yeah. Or decrypt, if I wanted to use an actual word.
2: <laughs> I like de-encrypt. What no, was I it? I like it. I, I like was,
0: booking, I was
1: booking movers the other day, and I was trying to say rectangular Ottoman and because I had spoken to let's just say every utility service in Cobb County and I don't mean just like one of each I mean every provider trying to figure out who serviced me for what I did at that point use the word Rectangular. Rectangular. Nice. nice it is shaped like a rectagon in three dimensions Everyone remembers that that <laughs> geometrical shape, the rectangle.
0: I guess it's a good thing that they didn't like hang up on you.
1: Well, we had a good laugh at it cuz I'm like trying to force this word out of my mouth cuz this is the word that sounded the most right. But my <laughs> mouth wouldn't make these sounds. And finally I got rectangular out and I'm like two sentences later I'm like I said rectangular. <laughs> That's not a word And I'd like to acknowledge that I do know that
0: <laughs> At least you acknowledged it
2: <laughs> The Rectagon sounds like a super secret Like army base Yeah It's for when they
1: Yeah the original The original pentagon designs Only had yeah. four sides yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um They like to de-encrypt things at the Rectagon <laughs> Jesus.
0: we also get a seagull morph this book that was new
1: Steven Seagull yeah. yes
0: in fact yes who knew he could fly
1: anyone who've, who's ever seen him do a jump kick he he doesn't do that as much
2: anymore
0: no I can't imagine that he does
2: no, no there I like are seagulls the, yes
0: uh I have a personal vendetta against seagulls.
1: But Well, they're sky rats.
0: Well, one bit me. So, I I have a personal vendetta against a seagull. That's fair. But I like it di- the juxtaposition to the birds in the last book.
1: I just like how like horny they are for any food when they are <laughs> seagulls. Yeah. yeah. They're not hungry. They're just horny for food. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I think that's the best way to explain that. Yeah. They also don't have as good of eyesight.
1: No. No.
0: Which is good. It gives Tobias something to be proud of.
1: Yeah. Or something to make fun of them for, as the case may be. Oh, what? You couldn't see that hundreds of miles away? (laughs) Yes.
0: He's a bitter bitch. He'll get over it eventually. Maybe. Or die. Who knows? We're um,
1: starring a remake of an Alfred Hitchcock movie.
0: There you go. That's exactly what happens. Yeah. This book secretly happened in, what, the 50s?
1: I said a remake. Oh, you said a remake. <laughs> I missed that. I'm sorry.
0: Have they remade that movie? They need to remake that movie.
1: I'm sure at some point they've tried to remake that movie. I bet a remake
2: of The Birds would be
1: terrible. Oh, absolutely awful. Man. They'd all be CGI.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, Bird's remake bad.
0: in works at the BBC. No. The BBC, though, I, I will give... They may be able to do it.
1: They're too busy asking can they do it and not asking yeah. should <laughs> they do it.
0: No, we, all, we don't need remakes of anything really these days, but...
1: No. If anyone wants to fuck with some Alfred Hitchcock canon, write a stage version of Rear Window.
0: Okay, first of all, they're remaking it from the book more than the Hitchcock film. So I have faith it'll actually be good.
1: Mostly I just want a stage version of Rear Window because I think that would be excellent on stage.
0: Second of all, I hated the last remake of Rear Window, so I'm okay with them not remaking Rear Window again. I don't
1: want a remake. I want a stage adaptation. Has there been a remake of Rear Window?
0: Yes. It was with Shia LaBeouf. I cannot think
2: of what it was called Oh, I do remember, I remember that I didn't see that
1: Nothing with Shia LaBeouf counts (laughs) No Shia LaBeouf is the
2: reverse canon Alright
0: No, I I like that
2: That never happened, that's not a thing No
0: Disturbia, is that what it was called? No
2: Disturbia
1: I think that's what it was I'm not sure I ever realized that was supposed to be rear window yeah, I also didn't yeah, see yeah, it because it was a Shia related. LaBeouf vehicle. No, yeah, it's still it's your totally kidneys, Shia LaBeouf.
0: It is totally a uh, rear window. It's a yeah. bad one. Maybe it's only inspired by I don't know. I don't know. But I it's... saw the
1: trailer. I thought this looks bad. I will never see it. <laughs> I never thought about
2: it again until this moment.
0: Well, you're welcome. <clears throat> what else goes on in this book? Let's Shia LaBeouf
2: right. got me. He got me one time with a uh, with a movie that I have since retconned out of my life, with I don't Earth's think Cannon. I've seen. Yep, <laughs> actually two, 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 two times he's gotten me, and I've 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 managed to delete both of those movies. One of them was Kingdom of the Crystal Skulls. What was the other? I don't know what that is because I've retconned it and it no longer exists. Okay. Um and the other one is a uh, is Transformers, which the last Transformers <laughs> movies happened happened in 1986. So. I mean, there's that
1: one coming up out of nowhere with no connection to anything else that exists about Bumblebee that looks pretty good. You think it looks good? I do. I think that trailer looks very good. I haven't seen the trailer. Watch I'm the trailer. I'm that far gone with this. No, for okay. a, I, I do not fuck with those movies that don't exist. For real, watch the trailer. Oh my god. Okay, alright, I'll check it out. Those movies that
0: don't exist.
2: They don't. they guys They're are in the really harsh category. from Shia LaBeouf. No, the reverse canon is the best explanation I've ever yeah. heard for for that. It... Those,
1: those are the only films that exist in the Dark Multiverse, but they don't exist here. I don't know what Anthony Hopkins was doing for three months a couple of years ago, but I guess just taking a break. Because never forget that Anthony Hopkins was in a Transformers movie that only exists in the reverse canon.
0: Anyways...
1: Anthony Hopkins
2: could be an interesting <laughs> choice for oh Visser 3.
0: Actually, I'm okay with that. Oh,
2: no. Yeah, actually, I kind of like that a lot. I
0: thought you were going to try to put Shia LaBeouf in the Animorphs movie.
2: No. I almost said Chapman, but
1: then realized Visser 3 would actually be a decent answer. As much as I like the idea of casting someone different as Chapman in every episode of this. I do. <laughs>
0: I love the idea, though, of Visitor 3 in human form not being terrifying, though. Like, the guy who plays Iago in Aladdin. Like, just imagine. Gilbert
1: (laughs) Gottfried.
0: Thank you. I could not. I I kept going Steve Buscemi. I was like, that's really not right. Um,
1: was you want like, the Affleck but- duck?
0: <laughs> <laughs> but imagine it—this really fucking terrifying creature in all of the galaxy. That, like, you hear his—you hear his name, your blood runs cold, and that's the human form he chooses to take.
2: Dodd knots, <laughs> Bobcat Goldthwait. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Wait, wait, what's his name? What's his name? Uh, uh, uh. The guy who did The Critic.
2: John Lovitz? John
1: Lovitz. Oh, God. That'd be a great one. John Lovitz is visitor 3.
0: Just, like, give him Anthony Hopkins' voice for thought speak. That would be great. But then the most ridiculous human. That you're <laughs> just like, am I afraid of this anymore? Hmm.
1: Oh, wait. We missed the obvious
2: answer, Shia LaBeouf.
0: <laughs> no, leave Shia LaBeouf alone.
2: No, in in my headcanon, Visser 3, if he were to have a human form, would be one person and one person only, and that's Billy Zane. <laughs>
0: Fuck you guys. <laughs> uh... I hate everything. <laughs>
1: what we're here for?
0: Yeah, I guess so.
1: We're the best at what we do, and what we do isn't very nice.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jesus.
1: There was a time, by the way, speaking of ludicrous casting choices, when the top pick for Wolverine was Danny DeVito. No, I don't believe
0: that. You're going to need to cite your sources on that one.
1: Yeah, you've got to be making that up. I am not making that up. uh, To the point where there is actually an Alex Ross painting of Danny DeVito as Wolverine that was a promotional
2: piece for Marvel years ago.
0: I refuse to believe that.
2: They were really trying to go that, like, penguin direction, weren't they? I mean, Wolverine Uh, is supposed to be short and hairy, Um
1: but, yes, I mean, in a very literal sense, because Danny DeVito was the penguin.
2: Yeah. The worst casting I ever heard was when they were going to make a Jack Black Green Lantern movie. Oh, I'd and be all just, over that. I wanted no part of it. Jack no Black part of it.
1: Jack Black can be a very good actor when he wants to. That's true. I agree with that.
0: I've heard that uh, the Goosebumps movie he's actually really good in. I haven't seen it yet.
1: I heard that and he's got something coming up like the house with a clock in its walls that trailer looks really cool
0: yeah I haven't seen that yet but I like him as a love interest in the holiday
1: I have actually seen the holiday and did not hate that and enjoyed him in it
0: there you go see not bad please let's get back to this book while you're looking up the Danny DeVito (laughs) stuff we have gotten so off topic
1: um I mean what, I guess in a very technical sense. Although they could morph into Wolverines. Or they could anyways, morph into Danny DeVito.
0: I feel like maybe they do morph into Wolverines at some point, but I could be very wrong about that. Um you said you had other things, other notes.
1: I do. Um we get a look at Rachel's vision board. Okay. Which, I don't know, very much amused me. I mean, this is pre the secret, right? This is this is Rachel in on that secret shit early on. Yes. Um. And I don't know why. I think it's supposed to be sad, but this whole this whole exchange was really kind of funny to me. Maybe just because I think the secret is inherently comical. Uh, I quote: "We were in Rachel's room the next day after school." her room is so neat, straight out of a magazine you know, like everything matches or goes together she has this bulletin board where she puts little wise sayings on post-it notes this is like a 12 year old I would love to know what pre-now those wise sayings would be
0: time out, don't make fun I did something similar don't give shit <laughs> most teenage girls if they didn't have a board they did it on their binders
1: I'm not making fun. You I'm are. saying I want to know. This is an experience that was never at all mine, and I am incredibly <laughs> curious.
0: Okay.
2: I'm going to start one. Especially and I can tell you the wise sayings are going to be ridiculous no matter how serious I try to make it.
0: You see my whiteboard.
2: There I,
0: is well, that way a corkboard.
1: <laughs> okay, peering into my brain as though there's not enough of this. Does anyone want to hazard a guess what I tried to get through as my senior quote and was told I couldn't in high school? Oh, I would no. not even venture a guess. Two things are infinite the universe and human stupidity. And I'm not so sure about the universe. Albert <laughs> Einstein.
0: They wouldn't let, they you, wouldn't do let that? you.
1: Really? They really would not let me do that.
0: Southern I education can, at its finest.
1: I continue with my quote. I drifted over to the bulletin board and read don't think there are no crocodiles just because the water is calm Malayan proverb just beside that was if you know the enemy and know yourself you need not fear the results of a hundred battles Sun Tzu Rachel does not fuck around huh (laughs) (laughs) no
0: she you stopped the quote but it does go on to say that like it had taken a turn to be more of a warrior badass vibe and that's not how she's always been
1: no it says it made me a little sad in the good old days Rachel would have had a bunch of quotes about being a good person or whatever it just showed how much our lives had changed
0: yes
2: I tried to run a bit on you guys a long time ago about trying to make my son read the art of war yes you did it it totally backfired as one (laughs) member of this group had to read the art of war Okay. As a child, is there really and, any
1: question of the four
2: of us, which one has read <laughs> the Art of War? I'm not going to put it out in the universe, but uh, I, I now after seeing that this 12 year old girl has Sun Tzu quotes on her wall, I, maybe it's maybe I'm the weird one for not having read it when I was a child.
0: I have it with zombies involved. Um, there's a movie. There's a lot of teen movies where the it girl carries around the art of war. It is a thing.
1: You're I mean, that, def- that definitely <laughs> does sound like Mean Girls.
0: Yes. <laughs> At least one of the Bring It Ons has it, too.
1: What else did I have in here? Um, <laughs> Tim's face looks horrified, though. That
2: That book has a very different demographic than I thought is all I'm saying. (laughs) Look. I had it wrong.
0: Let's be honest. What part of your life would you not go back to?
2: Like. Would I? I, I, Most of it?
0: Okay. Well. You're Tobias, so you can be (laughs) quiet. Most people (laughs) would not repeat middle school.
2: Nope. Yep. Wouldn't do that.
0: Like, there's no amount of money that could get anybody to repeat middle school. And that just, like, added bonus, middle school teachers are the best because, like, fuck, I don't know why you would do that again. But <laughs> middle school is war. So it is kind of justifiable to have read it beforehand. Also, I am not the person who read this as a kid. Just throwing that out there as I argue this. Not me.
1: <laughs> no. Have you never
0: finished The Art of War? No real
1: question who it is. <laughs> all right i have another note here which i'm happy that i can return to because it was something i wanted to talk about in book one and missed uh in the first book there's a good deal of time spent on uh uh Elfanger smiling with his eyes <laughs> in this book again i quote He smiled with his eyes, just as Prince Elfinger had done. You will be tired after the last morph. You will need to rest. Apparently, Andalite smize a hell of a lot.
2: (laughs) Yep. Just the little corners of it, just, they form a little happy face. Smiling with your eyes.
1: Smize. If you are not familiar with smizing, it is not for me to explain, it is for Tyra Banks to explain. Go watch some Next Top Model.
2: You didn't just make that up right now?
0: No.
1: No. Oh. So. No. Spizing is a thing. This is why it was funny to me. This is why I felt the need to comment on it. Not because I said, I'm going to make up another word like rectangular."
2: <laughs> that sounds no. like my path to, to jokes right there.
1: Yeah.
0: Alex did not make this up. This is Tyra Banks.
1: Your sense of humor is more like beat poetry than I guess. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Accurate.
1: You also, cool. apparently Cassie thinks that Marco has really amazing eyelashes.
0: I mean, you say this with a tone, but let me tell you how many conversations <laughs> I've had as a girl with other girls of like how fucking unfair it is that good eyelashes are wasted on dudes.
2: Do you know how many times in my life I have noticed another human being's eyelashes nope nope I'll include myself in that I don't think I've ever (laughs) even noticed my own eyelashes
1: I'm very much the same way now I will say yes I believe you because I have a friend who has been very jealous for years of like how good and strong my fingernails are
0: (laughs) oh yeah see I have great fingernails so I don't ever ever envy anybody else's but like my eyelashes are okay my baby sister has some great eyelashes my friend Robin has some really great eyelashes too it's not fair. Uh, it's the about Italian of him. five minutes
2: ago. Five minutes ago, you could have asked me if humans have eyelashes, and I would have <laughs> had to think about it for a minute.
0: It's one of those things. It's like, why oh. we... <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I hate this. I want it to die. I want it to not exist.
2: <laughs> oh, that just caught me off guard. <laughs> Alex just dropped a picture, which I'm hoping we'll share on our social media, of yeah, Danny DeFino as Wolverine know. into the chat.
1: I hate you guys. I wa- okay, look. If I were making shit up, you would never know. It is only the stuff I say that sounds too ridiculous to be true that is actually true.
0: Anyways i feel like a lot of these books are going to be us being like look you keep making comments about the things that the girls are doing but this is legit
1: i'm not okay let me be very clear here i am not
0: <laughs> I mean, making in the fun way possible. of
1: i am not coming at this in any sort of weird gender normative angle I legitimately think it is interesting that there is a paragraph spent on Cassie talking about Marco's eyelashes.
0: Because Marco probably has fucking amazing eyelashes that make his eyes pop. Because there's a lot of conversation about how, like, Marco's short, but Marco's attractive.
1: I threw all the shade at Marco last week. Credit where credit is due. Dude has a strong eyelash game.
0: He does. He does. He also has great hair.
1: He's like the... Tim, give me a sports person who's good at their job. Um, Tom Brady? No. Give me a different sports person (laughs) who's good at their job. Okay. Matt Ryan. He's like the Matt Ryan of eyelashes.
0: Why does it got to
2: be football? (laughs) Oh, wait, I thought
1: we were talking about the actor who plays Constantine.
2: No. (laughs) Do you know how excited I got when I heard Matt Ryan was playing Constantine? I, I thought it was the greatest thing in the world. Then I learned that it was two different people. Yes. Do you, you know a lot of people are Surprisingly, two different people? The <laughs> the apparently. Brian can be people more than one two person. People are two people. Why was Tom Brady the first person that I thought of? I'm very disappointed in myself.
0: Because you're coming off work and you're tired.
2: Maybe. I guess you're so. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> there's no defense for
1: that. No, Do there's we wanna... really not. Do we want to talk about Jake and Cassie's romantic plot in this book?
0: Yes. I was wondering if you guys were going to bring that up. Because if not, I was going to be like, God damn, there's a lot of declarations of love in these books.
1: (laughs) There's a lot of, I want to say it, but I'm not going to say it. And you don't have to say it, I know.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Jake definitely Han Soloed in this book.
1: Yes. He Han Soloed hard, and I'm sure that that was an intentional reference.
0: I'm sure But I Now I'm curious Who do we think Is going to be the first person To actually say I love you Cause I legitimately Don't remember Or if anybody Actually ever says it (laughs) Axe To whom
1: His prince
0: (laughs) Okay (laughs) But yes We do officially have That Rachel and Tobias Have something going on And Jake and Cassie Really got something going on
1: and Marco is, as always, all by himself. Yeah.
0: There's some people out a there. More. Oh, God.
2: I can't wait for the Marco book. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'll order
1: pizza while I read that one. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes.
2: It's going to be good. From
1: Marco's.
0: Oh, Yes. I need to see if Marcos delivers to my new place. Food becomes a big thing in these books. Starting, I think, with the next book. What does? Food.
2: Oh, yes. The Cinnabon. Yes. So we're going to hang out at the mall, I guess?
0: Yes. Hell
2: yeah. the 90s.
0: (laughs) Where do you hang out in the 90s?
2: At the Cinnabon, I guess. Do you know how upset I was when they took the Cinnabon out of Linux? Oh, I love Cinnabon. I I don't mean to downplay how fantastic Cinnabon is. I passed one.
0: I went to the mall for the first time since I moved to New York, because I was not in the city at the time. And I passed a Cinnabon and really debated getting one. But I really needed to get the car back to the rental
2: place. I haven't had it in years. I'm gonna go this week. I'm gonna make that happen.
0: Read book five with a cinnabon.
2: I think that's gonna happen.
1: Yeah. To be fair food was a pretty big thing in this one while they were seagulls. I just remembered true. 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 They were hoardy for those french fries.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um anything else? Outside of our budding relationships we've got going on that we want to discuss.
1: Um, I just I just have to say, I love this, this line, and it is still in the context of budding relationships because it's while well, Cassie is talking about how she thinks it's weird that Jake doesn't want a picture of her all dolled up in a dress. I'm not exactly Miss Fashion. Mostly, if you want to know what I look like, Picture a girl in overalls and leather, leather work gloves biting her lip as she concentrates on trying to force a pill down the throat of a badger. Listen. <laughs> and my note on this picture, because I just do screenshots and then write notes on them, is Chuck, mm, please.
0: <laughs> We're going to have to limit your Magic Tavern references an episode.
1: I've watched 46 episodes since the beginning of July. 25 of those have been this week.
0: I really hope you just stared at your phone while listening to this <laughs>
1: podcast. Huh? No, I, I'm looking at my notes. You can't. No, no, see. no.
0: You said you watched. Oh, watched: five episodes.
1: <laughs> Listened to. Look, between packing and painting and going to the gym, I've you had a lot not... of time to listen to podcasts. Podcast I listening
0: does not need justification here.
1: Ten episodes today, while painting and taping.
0: I read a book that had actual incest in it.
1: Game of Thrones? No. Mm
2: -mm.
0: I'm not going to say, but it is going to be a movie coming out soon that I was really excited to see because the cast is amazing. And I went, I'll read the book first.
2: When we get done recording, I'm going to ask that you tell me. Oh, yeah, I'll tell you. So that, yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah. It's so also not like
2: avoid that movie. Afterlife with Archie.
0: Oh shit, there is. I forgot about that. But that has a good outcome. <laughs> have you read Afterlife? I do not
2: have near the context I need for that conversation. Wait,
0: have you not read? Okay. No. Yes. And then sh- ends up like murdering the shit out of him and I guess we're going to either have to like Belief that or <laughs> something because like afterlife is so new first of all you need to go pick up afterlife with archie at least volume okay. one afterlife is two.
2: not that new at this point but i don't know that people would want
1: the afterlife spoilers i mean we can we can take out the spoilers let's right. yeah. not yeah it was like 2013 or 14
0: okay there's only been 10
1: issues
0: Like, theoretically, Volume 2 is still not done.
1: Oh, no, it's slow as fuck, but that first arc's been done for a while. That issue's been out for a while.
0: Okay, but most people are finding it because of Riverdale being out now. Well,
1: more people should listen to Panelology.
0: I agree. I agree. I fucking love Afterlife with Archie.
2: I've still got to read Euthanauts. I haven't read Euthanauts because of Chuck. Damn, did you get a copy? I this did. is the wrong podcast They'd... for that. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but they they put it on my poll list. Awesome. So. Yep. Okay.
0: Um. Anything else, Tim? Do you have any notes you want to talk about?
2: No, we covered
1: everything that I had written down. I need to. I need to acknowledge the use of sploosh as a sound effect in this.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, let's see. I've got the names of the dolphins with God damn it written over. them. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's it. Yep. All
0: right. So really quick, how would technology change this book? If we've got nothing, we got nothing. That's good.
2: I don't, I don't know that it would have played a big difference in this one. It's not like they could have just called the endolite or GPS to, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah.
1: You don't, they, don't have uber
2: submersible. Have.
0: They could have played yeah, Pokemon I'm, Go while they're, you know, on the boat.
2: I'm pretty sure people don't use depth charges anymore. That seems like a very, you know, A-team era. <laughs> hey,
1: you've got to use bombs wisely. Yes. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, we did not talk about that final fight at all. And taxon swimming. Do we want to address any of that?
1: Texans are really good swimmers. Yep.
0: But they tear like a wet paper bag.
2: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. They like <laughs> popped or something.
0: Oh. Okay. Marco gets injured.
2: Oh this yeah. DNA yeah, really quick. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. This this solved a an, another thought that I had. Yeah. If you get hurt as an animal and then change back, are you still hurt? And the answer is no. You go back to your your default state.
0: So. Last book you mentioned that you think or that you feel Tobias should get his human form back or turn back into human.
2: Yeah, yeah. I just feel like that's what we're working towards.
0: But if he somehow got the ability to turn into human, like as a morph or like turn into another human and the rest of the group's aging, does he age or does he continue to keep turning into a teen? So, like, let's say they live to be 30-something years old.
1: I stand by my each form has its own clock ticking independently. Yeah. Theory.
2: I agree. Okay,
0: so then if he has the ability to go back to human and then turns into a red... Do you have to keep updating your red hawk? <laughs>
2: I didn't hear it. Oh, I mean, you didn't hear that- it? Yeah. If
1: that hawk is only living two hours at a time I feel like a fruit fly morph would be a bigger problem (laughs) You got 12 uses of that thing and then boom you're done
0: Okay fair I don't know if that ever does get addressed
2: or not Yeah at the two hour time limit I don't think it would be a It's not like you're going for like a couple of years at a time
0: Um, Alex, do you have any morphine money schemes for us this week?
1: I do. Well, it's not so much a money scheme. Okay. I decided i to decided take a break from trying to monetize this. And just stick to fun animal facts this week. You um, are moving. Okay. I am. Yes. <laughs> this is coming from an Atlantic article... ...from July 5th. The title is... ...Spiders Can Fly Hundreds of Miles Using Electricity. So there's a thing that at least some spiders do... ...called ballooning... ...in which they'll spin... ...webs that are... ...like little balloons or even like... uh, uh, ...parachutes. And basically glide on those without actually falling, and it turns out they are using the a differential between the electrical charge of the ground and the electrical charge as you get higher in altitude in order oh, to fly this. on
2: electricity. I had seen something about the, the spiders flying. I did not know it involved electricity. Uh... So, from the article.
1: Even on sunny days with cloudless skies, the air carries a voltage of around 100 volts for every meter above the ground. In foggy or stormy conditions, that gradient might increase to tens of thousands of volts per meter. Ballooning spiders operate within this planetary electric field. When their silk leaves their bodies, it typically picks up a negative charge. This repels the similar negative charges on the surface on which the spider sits creating enough force to lift them into the air. And spiders can increase those forces by climbing onto twigs, leaves, or blades of of grass. Plants being earthed have the same negative charge as the ground that they grow upon, but protrude into positively charged air. This creates a substantial electric field between the air around them and the tips of their leaves and branches, and the spiders ballooning from those tips. So... There you go. Spiders are magic and use electricity to fly.
0: (laughs) All right. That's terrifying. Thank you for that.
1: Yeah. You're welcome. They also have the ability to detect electric fields, the article goes on to explain.
0: Nope. That's okay.
2: Yeah. They just become more horrifying. (laughs) Everything I learn about them. Yeah. So all spiders are
1: basically Pokemon. (laughs) Which is cool, Um, because there is a little electric spider Pokemon.
0: None of this is getting better. Yeah. (laughs) I just don't want to see spiders now, thank you.
1: (laughs) I mean, you won't see them coming if they fly from far enough away. I know.
0: Okay. You're not making it better.
2: (laughs) I'm not here to make it better. We've been over this. Just the idea of a Spider-Man, like... Or Spider-Man. A uh, spider just Batmaning like, onto you from, like, a tree or something. Yeah. I,
0: Please n- stop.
1: <laughs>
2: ninja. Ninja attack. I wonder if Nick Spencer will give
1: Spider-Man electric flight powers now.
2: Oh, my God. I imagine the spider wearing, like, a black mask, too, with only its little eyes. It has
1: aviator goggles and one of those little hats.
2: Nice.
0: <laughs> Aviators for all of its eyes or just for two of them? Yeah.
1: Uh, All of them, it's much creepier. Four pairs, two (laughs) per (laughs) pair. No. You asked.
0: (laughs) I did. This is my fault.
1: Uh.
0: Uh, Do we want to do listener stuff first or fan fiction first?
1: Listener questions. All right. I think I can close this window with Danny DeVito
2: as Wolverine now. Yes, you can. I can't ever. (laughs) It's going to be my lock screen on my phone.
0: (laughs) All right. Do you want me to read the questions? Sure. All right. So the first few came from Robin. Uh, I think. The first two we've kind of addressed, but how long is the lifespan of a red tail hawk? And how old is the animal they morph into?
1: I definitely Googled and answered the first one last week.
0: Yep. This question came, I yeah. think, the day we recorded. Or the day after we recorded.
1: I do not remember the answer, so see previous episode. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um... The last question he asked is, "Why are they not morphing into hot people to have sex as or with them?" And I think the big answer is consent. <laughs> <laughs> I, I,
2: the whole morphing into people thing—I don't yeah. think we've talked about this, and this is something that I hadn't thought about yet. Okay. I, I thought about it a little bit when the Andalite did it. X. Okay. Yeah, Call but him I by just his name. Yeah. <laughs> he's the Andalite Um, but uh yeah I hadn't thought about an Animorph turning into a different human
0: Tim I hate to break it to you but we are human or we are animals
2: yeah but uh, just changing into your own species like I hadn't I hadn't contemplated that as an option Um, but it does sound like something that's probably going to come up in later books
1: I feel like there's a simple, practical answer, which is they are teenagers, and these books would be even, would these books would be problematic, if <laughs> you had teenagers morphing into Billy Zane to go have sex.
0: <laughs> to be fair, I would not be surprised if this was actually a question that one of us, because Robin is is uh, one of my oldest and dearest friends who read Animorphs with me. With me, uh, I would not be surprised if this was like a conversation that we actually had. As teenagers, of like, why fight Yurks? Here's a list of the guys I would have turned into. Just
1: go um, to Dragon Con, acquire every movie star.
0: Exactly. There's your mission for September this year, guys. Um,
1: First, I need to learn to morph. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Step one.
0: Oh shit! I forgot about that. Okay.
1: Then. <laughs> budget encounter. for going to meet people on the walk You don't think of they're
0: just walking the walking the floor? I I've mean, not actually been to a con outside of a book one. So There
1: the big name people they tend to take through like service entrances and stuff. Okay. If you're sneaky sometimes you know how to like be one of 150ish people in the room with John Barrowman in an an an, an, an unannounced <laughs> thing, but that took like 2 years of prep. So <laughs>
0: He's got some, like, bleached blonde hair right now.
1: Hey, you haven't lived until you've watched Captain Jack sexually harass Buck Rogers while the seventh doctor sits next to them and laughs. This is fair.
0: Uh, Our next set of questions also comes with something. uh, If any other listener wants to submit their, like, history or relationship with Animorphs, we'd be happy to read them. Uh, this one comes from Ian. I remember reading Animorphs in fourth grade, which was roughly 2002. Uh, and I distinctly remember being able to get through one in a school day. I thought I was so cool. I read the books into the early uh, 20s. And at that point, my library didn't have the next book. So I fell off the train and never got back on. That's fair. That's also about the point where it started getting ghostwritten. So it makes sense. I think a lot of people fell off then. Um, I also remedi- remember reading the Horfizier Chronicles and the Elimus Chronicles. I think the Elimus was my first experience with a really high concept sci fi. So thanks, Ian. Um, and there were two questions submitted. Why are the Yurks speaking English to each other? Don't they have their own language, which would ensure that humans, or possibly Andalites, couldn't eavesdrop? Do I need to repeat it?
2: No. Yes, please.
0: <laughs> yes? Okay. Yes, yes. Uh, essentially, why don't the Yorks speak their own language?
1: Do we know that they have a language?
2: Yeah, and would it be audible That's if their, yeah. you know, basic existence is taking over other?
0: Yeah, we have no idea how they communicate in the pool currently, if they do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and this is more of a comment on something that we discussed in a past episode my interpretation of Ennis and Vizzer is that they are military ranks and the lower your number the more important you are within that grouping I do agree with the number parts. Uh, I don't remember if Ennis is a military Vizzer is definitely more of a military uh, on the other hand I do remember from the first book Vizzer 3 used the term lieutenant.
1: So. I stand by
2: old-timey phone numbers. Yeah. <laughs> okay. um, I thought innis was a name. I didn't realize it was a...
0: I don't remember. I, this is, again, um, just an interpretation. I know Vizor is a title.
1: I'll say this. It definitely makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I don't Knowing know if Innis know is point. a title.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I do agree. Vizzer 1 is scarier than Vizor 3. So...
1: But that's because one is the loneliest number. It is true. Two can be as bad as one, but the <laughs> loneliest number is the number one.
0: So before you Alex you wasn't.
1: breaks yeah, into you wasn't song. Done. <laughs> <again>. Before. Yeah. <laughs> good Lord. Look, I've had a good week this week. I am in excellent spirits. you think I've sung a lot on this show just listen to this week's panelology
0: (laughs) oh shit okay um and by this week it would be last week's
1: no because this comes out on Tuesday yeah he's right no
0: this does come out on on Tuesday Tuesday. yes shit so you're editing right right? yeah we are recording late all right Tim yes you are up
2: okay so it's time for my portion for chapter three Yes. Of the fan fiction. I had just walked into the gag. It was the sound that alerted me to what was coming. The sound exactly the same as the last time it happened. A sort of sizzling (laughs) sound, like a carbonated soda freshly opened. I had no idea where the blast came from. And I had no idea about a lot of things that were going on. I'm the newest member of this group I'm not even sure where we are right now to be honest not that I would tell you if I did know I was brought here a short while ago by a person who told me that if I wanted to change things to really make a difference I needed to come here I needed to join this group that they were doing what needed to be done to make sure that what happened to my family or at least what passed for a family for me never happened to anyone again her name was Commandy Or at least that's what she told me her name was. I don't think a lot of people use their real names around here. She explained to me why the people in my life had changed. That they hadn't really. That they were just taken over by yerks. She sent me here. I haven't seen her since. I'm not even sure how she ties into all of this. But now I find myself lying on the floor of the gag. With two of the only friends I have here. Two of the only friends I have. For a moment, I freeze, not sure what to do next. I have no idea how to react in situations like this. I survived an incident back in my hometown, but that hardly makes me a tactical expert. I looked at Jenna and Megan to see if they have any ideas. They've been at this a lot longer than I have. Smoke has now filled the room. I can't see Megan or Jenna. I can see movement of someone or something coming in. A shadow surrounded by the light coming in from the hall. I clench my fists. I may not know exactly what I'm up against, but I know that I won't go down without a fight. Nice job. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank
0: you. I enjoy the voice change. The Very <laughs> serious. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that
2: was my, that was my drama voice.
0: <laughs> so, uh, Alex, you're up next.
2: I am up next
0: means you have to do the next episode can't chicken out and pull a brian
1: (laughs) are we bullying brian on this podcast
0: (laughs) i don't get to bully brian ever so sure uh speaking of where can people find brian if they want to bully him
1: on (laughs) panelology which is at panelologypodcast.com Or on your podcatching platform of choice, uh, or just on social media at Panelology. But go, go listen. Like, subscribe, rate, review on iTunes. Do that for this show too. Mm. Uh, But yes, there—that is the only place you can consume Brian.
0: (laughs) That's gross. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. I am taking a look to see if we have any uh, iTunes review. We don't. Oh, no, we do, but it's mine. (laughs) So, yeah. Tim, what about you? Where can people find you? Here. All right.
1: (laughs) Yep.
2: Sometimes on Panelology. Sometimes Sometimes. on Panelology. Not as often as I would like, though. (laughs) Not a shot against you, just my schedule. Yeah. Uh, what about um, you, Meg? Uh,
0: the easy way to find me is go follow me on Twitter at Meg Griffin with three G's in the middle. Um, because I host so many podcasts, it's just easier to follow the schedule there. Uh, mostly because I'm too lazy to update any website these days. So, yeah. Um as for this podcast, we would like to thank Christina Spinks for our show art. If you're interested in getting some cool art from her, email her at c.m.spinks, S-P-I-N-K-S, dot animator at gmail.com. She needs a website, Tim. Please pass that along. I
2: think she's got a, a Tumblr set up. I'll see if I can get it.
0: Okay. Um... Someone really needs to update this, but uh, peep our show s- s- social meds. All right.
2: Yeah, I told peep. you. I told you.
0: <clears throat> <clears throat> peep throat> our social meds, Alex.
1: If it's good enough for John Hodgman, <laughs> it's good enough for me. A hot dog is not a sandwich.
0: You say that, and yet I learned you have not watched Pitch Perfect.
1: Poe buddy's nerfed. <laughs>
0: Uh, if you want to follow us on social media, we do have a Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram account. It is at minds at York. Uh, if you go follow us on Instagram, we usually post like a little clip before the week starts. I didn't for the last episode because I didn't think anybody would want hawk noise on their Instagram. And you can also check out Tim's cool shoe collection, which we don't have for this week yet, but we will.
1: That explains uh, you will, why I'll you always... will in
2: about thirty seconds.
1: That does explain why so many sad ornithologists tweeted at me to say they weren't going to follow us on Instagram anymore.
0: I agree, yes. Um, The
2: sad ornithologists is my new band name. (laughs) Damn it. I was going to make that
1: joke.
0: (laughs) If you would like to send us questions, comments, love letters, or your relationship with Animorphs, you can email us at minds at yerk at gmail.com. Now that I've remembered we have an email, it's actually being checked and not just by me. Uh, our website. You can also
1: send us questions on the website, by the way. Okay, good. That.
0: Yeah. Webs- uh, which is at minds at com. And in case you are new to Animorphs, which I know there's at least one person, uh, York is spelled y-e-e-r-k if you like us and want to help us out please rate and review us on Apple Podcast uh, we do actually have a rating but it's been a few weeks since anybody's given us any stars so it'd be really nice before the next episode if we got a few uh, we're available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher and Podbean and if you want us available somewhere else please let us know Alex, take us away
1: I let my mind drift back to the dream.
0: <laughs> all right. <laughs> See you in they two They can't all be winners.
2: <laughs> they can't all be
0: winners. All right.
2: And until then, we fight.